Oh, that God would give every mother a vision of the glory and splendor of the work that is given to her when a babe is placed in her bosom to be nursed and trained. Could she have but one glimpse into the future of that life as it reaches on into eternity? Could she look into its soul to see its possibilities? Could she be made to understand her own personal responsibility for the training of this child, for the development of its life, and for its destiny? She would see that in all God's world, there is no other work so noble and so worthy of her best powers, and she would commit to no other hands the sacred and holy trust given to her. Homemaking by J.R. Miller Welcome to the Vessels of Mercy podcast. This is your host, Emily, and I'm just going to throw this out there that I am going to be addressing moms in this episode today, but please don't let that deter you if you are not yet a mama. Lord willing, when you have children someday, I hope this will serve as an encouragement for you. I think this would be good to know going into motherhood too. And this is nothing groundbreaking, (laughs) Um, but I do want, I, I pray that this will be an encouragement to you. And that is the ministry of motherhood. Motherhood is a ministry. I don't know about you, but growing up, I heard a lot of, you know, serving God looks like, you know, going on mission trips or doing big things for God, do something radical for God, stuff like that. And what I have learned as I've gotten older, granted, I know I am still young, uh, but as I've, you know, become a wife and mother and moved out of those high school years is that serving God doesn't have to look like that. God is glorified in those mundane moments and serving God looks like ministering to your family. You don't have to search for what your calling is. I hear this a lot. Um, Oh, I just, I need to find my calling. I need to find my calling. If you are a mother, I know what your calling is. Your calling is to be a mama. Don't leave your post. Um, If you are married, your calling is to minister to your husband. Now, this does not mean that you can't serve or be part of outside ministries. I serve at church. I play the piano. I'm involved in the music ministry there. I sing at Christmas time. I help run the children's Christmas pageant. This summer, I plan on helping in our Bible school. But what I really want to encourage you is that motherhood and being a wife Being a homemaker is a ministry, and it is the primary ministry. That quote that I read at the beginning was shared with me by my friend Emily Stanton, who runs the Christ Loving Wife Instagram page, and she also has a podcast by the same name, Christ Loving Wife. I highly recommend that you go follow her. Following her is such a blessing. She is such an encouragement to me. I feel like every time she posts something, I end up sharing it. But she has been reading the book, um, I believe it's Homemaking, by J.R. Miller. And when she shared that quote that I read at the beginning, I thought, okay, I have to read this when I do my episode on the ministry of motherhood. And, you know, there are pastors, not mine, 
but I have heard pastors, you know, say things to the extent of motherhood is not enough. And that is a lie of feminism that has crept into the church. And that is very easy. Your children have been given to you by the Lord. As Christians, we believe that children are a heritage from the Lord, that they're blessing, that they are arrows. And yet, how often do we act like the ministry of caring and nurturing those souls, training them up in the way they should go, and the calling that God has given to us as mothers is not enough. Being a mother and wife, being a homemaker, our home, the ministry that we do in our home for our husbands and our children, that is the ministry that everything else comes second to. There have been times where I have had to say, no, I cannot do that because my primary ministry is to the people in my own home and that would interfere. Now, I'm not saying you can never leave your home, but my most important disciples are sitting around my table and we are the tool that God, us and our husbands, we moms and and fathers are the instruments that God has chosen to use to lead our children to Christ. And that is not a job that we ought to take lately. And yet so many times our, our zeal for wanting to serve the Lord is pointed in the wrong direction. We're so busy wanting to serve people outside our home that sometimes the people that we have been entrusted with are neglected. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that if you're involved in outside ministries that you're neglecting your children. That is not true. But sometimes that can be how it is. I'm sure we all, um, maybe we've done this or we know of someone who was so focused on outside ministries and caring for other people's children maybe that their own children were on the back burner. I do also find it interesting that in 1 Timothy 3, where we're given the qualifications for elders and deacons, um, elders and pastors is used interchangeably, but for pastors and deacons, you know, church leadership, one of the qualifications for both of them is to be able to manage his household well. And the reasoning there is that, you know, if a pastor can't manage his own home, then how is he going to manage the church? How is he going to shepherd the flock? And I think that's very telling. A lot of people get upset when I talk about motherhood being our primary ministry, or rather homemaking being our primary ministry, because they say, oh, well, that's not fair. Or, well, what about the men? And I think we see in scripture that men are supposed to be family-minded as well. And we need to remember that God values families. 
God created the family unit. He values the family unit. And, you know, just thinking back to that quote that I read, think about your children and how they are, Lord willing, the next generation of Christians. It's not just that we are teaching our children how to be functioning members of society. Our children have souls that can never die. And our children are going to spend eternity somewhere. And God has entrusted our children to us. It is our responsibility to train up our children and point them to Christ. We and our husbands, people in the church, try to minimize this ministry that moms have and dads have. But it seems more directed at moms. But it just... When I hear people say, oh, well, you need to be doing more. It, it's not enough. You need to be involved in this ministry and that ministry. You need to be serving God. As if we aren't serving God by serving our family. This whole idea that we aren't serving God by submitting to our husbands and tending our home and training up our children and discipling them is honestly quite ridiculous. Um, I think, it, and I am going to butcher this. I should have written down the actual quote, but Charles Spurgeon said something, and I'll, I'm just paraphrasing here, that you are as much serving God, tending your own families, as you would be leading an army for the Lord. That's because when we raise children for the Lord, we are raising an army in a way where we are raising children to grow up and love the Lord and pointing them to Christ. And don't think that fulfilling the great commission means you have to leave your home. The great commission begins in the home. So many times we get it in our head that We have to go out and travel the world. And yet we forget about the people in our own homes or in our own neighborhood. Just, I guess, a little anecdote. When I was in high school, I wanted to go on a missions trip and it didn't work out. But the Lord really convicted me that, you know, why why do you have such a burden for people across the world? And yet not a burden for your unsaved neighbors. We have been called, we, one of my favorite things, I quote my pastor so much, I feel like, but one of the things I I probably quote him the most on is when he says, wherever you are is where God wants to reveal himself. Meaning, if you want to know where God wants to be glorified, look around. Wherever you are is where God wants to be glorified and wants to use you to reveal himself to those around you. You don't have to be worried about, oh, I'm not doing enough. I need to be doing more. I'm not serving the Lord. If you are shepherding your children's hearts. So... 
as I go into this next part here, I, I want to acknowledge two things. First is that, yes, there are some women who will use their children and husband and, you know, being a homemaker as an excuse to be a recluse and never leave their home. Um, I'm fully aware of that and that maybe people will use that for the wrong reasons. I don't think we are the ones to make that decision of what someone's motives are for saying no to ministries. Um, and then the next thing I do want to just recognize is that, or rather point out, is that if you are in a season where all of your time and energy has to be focused on those in your home, that is okay. Um, that Which basically is the whole premise of this episode is there are going to be different seasons. There are going to be seasons where you cannot add anything else to your plate, where all your time and energy, um, I think those of us with young children are are in that season right now. Um, there are going to be seasons where you may have more time. But I just want to share some different ways that we can still be ministers to those outside of our home as well without neglecting our homes. One, you can evangelize anywhere. You can evangelize at the grocery store. You can invite people over for a Bible study. They're, they're, the options are endless. And obviously you're evangelizing your children every day as well. So please don't let anyone tell you that, oh, you're not evangelizing if you're not out knocking on doors, which that is a whole separate episode. I do not, I'm not a fan of door knocking for so many reasons, but um, you are evangelizing your children and they are the souls that God has entrusted to you specifically as a mom to evangelize. So with all that, you know, being said and recognizing that our primary mission field is within our own home and, you know, our children are people that we must evangelize first and foremost, I wanted to give some just practical ways that we can still be involved in ministries um, if we're in a season where we can. So one way is be involved in a nursing home ministry you can take your children with you to go visit shut-ins who are part of your church family. You can go have a nursing home ministry. And I know many churches who do that where, you know, people would take their whole families and kids. You could go sing for it would be taking meals to a grieving family or again, a shut-in or you know, someone who's just had a baby. That, that is another great way also for encouraging specifically your young daughters. If there is someone in your church who recently had a baby and maybe you're not in a season where you can go help her, if you have a teenage daughter, that would be a great ministry for her. She could go and do laundry or, you know, do housework so that new mom can rest. 
Another way, and I actually know someone who did this, if you have a friend who is an unbeliever, invite her over for a Bible study. Just have her, or even if, you know, a Bible study isn't something she wants to do, you could invite her over for playdates and lunch and, you know, bring up the gospel. Invest into her life. And um, the instance I'm thinking of, there were two different Christian moms who invited an unbelieving mom to playdates and lunch and, you know, would just do stuff with her. And that unbelieving mom ended up getting saved because of their investment into her. And it it didn't interfere with um, their primary ministry of being a mother. So those are just some very practical ways where we can still minister to those outside our home without interfering with our main ministry. hope that this was an encouragement to you to stay the course and not to leave your post and you know just that this would encourage you to faithfully minister to those in your home and recognize that faithfully loving your husband and children and serving them keeping your home is a ministry and not one that we ought to minimize but one that is to be celebrated and valued and cherished and that the work done within the walls of our home is every bit as valuable as ministry done outside the home so i'll just leave you with those thoughts thank you so much as always for listening if you like this feel free to share send in any comments or thoughts you have to me on my Instagram page and I will look forward to another post next week.